Why spend hours searching dealerships, comparing makes and models? Find the best of BC's inventory in one place, todaysdrive.com. You'll have access to inventory across BC, where you can easily find a vehicle that fits your needs and gets you where you need to go in comfort. Get in the driver's seat. Don't miss out on the many options we have available for you. Powered by Black Press Media, todaysdrive.com connects you with exclusive new and used car deals. For the next few weeks on Off the Page, we are doing something a little bit different from our usual format. With the upcoming municipal election on October 15th, we wanted to take a look at what you, our listeners and readers of the Comox Valley Record, have to say, particularly on what you care about in this election. What is important to you? Are you planning on voting? Why or why not? With the goal of finding out these answers, we've gathered different groups of people together to ask what's on their mind as they prepare to cast their vote. On this episode, we're talking with two members of the Valley's business community, Robert Mulroney, a senior investment advisor with Mindset Wealth, and Tracy Clark, the Downtown Courtney Business Improvement Association's executive director. Robert Mulroney, founding partner of Mindset Wealth, a wealth management company in the Comox Valley. My partner, Russ Weigel and Rudy Chung, have been in the business a long time, 27 years each. A long-time business owner, moved to the Valley 17 years ago. Welcome to the podcast, Robert. Thanks for having me. So for yourself as a business owner and being involved in the business community for as long as you have, what are some concerns that you have from your perspective that you're looking forward to being addressed within the next four years? Actually, probably my number one concern really came to the forefront last week. I was away Mm -hmm. uh, out of the office, in the office, but my staff was dealing with an issue of the homelessness. We're on Riverside and 19th and had there. We've dealt with lots of construction on either side of us for the last few years. Our strata council has been pretty relaxed, but last week was a really tough one. And when I'm hearing from my female team members that they don't feel safe at work, that's for me and in our strata. So the strata was, I was getting emails, firing emails and it was a very busy week last week and I was like, oh, okay, this is a major issue. And I'm hearing that from other business owners as well. I was going to ask if that was something that you find that you've heard, like you mentioned, in your geographical area, or is this something that's more widespread throughout the city? I think it's definitely a Courtney issue for mm-hmm. sure, less than Comox, but I've, I know several business owners, obviously some clients and friends that own businesses in uh, the downtown core. And when I told them about my issue, which was want to get into it it was quite bad and they're saying we're dealing with it all the time on fifth street i was like okay a little different so i just don't think the comox valley is like new york or vancouver i know it's a difficult topic but it's a little bit more of a provincial issue than a city issue but we need to address it have you had any luck in terms of engagement with current council on that issue at the first nations open house the treaty valley open house on saturday and i ran into doug hilliard and councillor doug and I had a good chat about it and I emailed him on Monday and he's following up. I'm down in Huntington Beach right now. So I'm looking forward to connecting and seeing if there's anything we can do on this front. Overall, have there been any larger policies that the business community could help counsel with in terms of improvement that you've seen over the past four years? <laughs> I was close to actually putting my name forward. The uh, company didn't think it was a great idea. So fair enough. I moved on from that. But one of the issues, one of the 
policies I was going to come up with is one valley, one vision. It's really important. City council is stick to what we have to do, which is a service. So providing the fixing the potholes, just basically keeping things running smoothly. I think this current council has got off track several times out of the realm of the roles, essentially. I'll give you an example. So I actually talked to Mayor Wells about this last week at the mayor's tournament. I don't know if you remember, but several years ago, the city council wrote a, a letter to oil companies, mm. climate change. And then I don't think we were first, but it might have been Victoria Whistler, then Comox Valley. It just kept coming and coming. And I have clients that are in the oil and gas business. And Canadian oil and gas is some of the best in the world environmental standards. I understand the climate change issues. I was not going to bring this up, but it obviously bothered me. So you asked, I'm going to talk about it. So I'll give you an example of how that reflects the businesses. And I, Whistler had a conference pulled after that letter was issued. And I'm at a conference right now, which is a multi-million dollar conference put on by this wealth management firm in the U.S. Uh, Wood Gundy's conference was 350000 to 400000 that left the business, that left Whistler shortly after that letter hit the oil company's desk. Stick to what you're supposed to be doing and stay out of that stuff. I understand the intentions. Everyone has good intentions. And I'd like to just say at this point, I thank all the counselors that are running and putting their name forward and all the candidates. Uh, it takes a lot of guts. And uh, by no means, this is, I just need our councils to stick to what they're supposed to be doing. Politics is politics. And uh, I mean, to me, it's about the small wins. How can we get the potholes fixed? And what are we going to spend to it? That's, I was going to stick to that if yeah. you know, elected. And I think it's very important we get back to that. And the bridge and all this is, it's just so much a Comox issue as it is a Courtney issue. And that's something I know has come up in our in previous conversations with other people talking about the election is over government. There are too many councils that talk of amalgamation came up more than 10 years ago. But is that something from a business perspective, is that something to be reconsidered or take another look at? Again, I'm, I'll reference a conference I'm at today, this week. We are going to go through some very interesting times, very difficult times, I think, with rising interest rates, higher commodity prices, higher energy prices, issues with the climate. One valley, one vision is extremely important, not necessarily amalgamation, just do we need as many politicians as we have in the Comox Valley? 70,000 people. We have more politicians than the metropolitan of Toronto. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a big deal. I don't think we do enough together. I asked, actually, I went out for lunch with uh, Mayor Wells, and he mentioned that, I asked how often do they get together, and they don't get together. Unless they're sitting on boards, uh, regional district road, they're not really getting together. I think it's very important that everybody knows we have so much going on in the Valley, so many good things, the tourism, just so much we can do. Uh, and a Cumberland issue, it's just as much a Courtney issue in my mind, mountain biking and what they're doing there, as well as Comox. So, yeah, as a business owner and a resident of the Valley, how important is this election for you personally? It's it's very important. I'm paying attention to it more than ever before, and I hope everyone goes out to vote. I know, generally speaking, it's not uh, well attended the vote because it is municipal, but this is the government that affects us the most. And there's lots, there's tremendous potential here in the Valley. And we've had great success with what's going on. It's just, we need to build on that and stick to 
stick to doing the job. Now, here's something that I learned at one of the council meetings I went to, not meetings, but one of the preps for city councilor, is that the vast majority of money is already spent, like 98% of the money is already spent January 1, or fiscal year is my aspect, May 1st. But that's shocking to a lot of people. People get in there and got, they got these great visions and there's no money for it, zero. So. And do you feel, and you touched upon this a little bit previously, and just to wrap up here, that as a business owner, do you feel your voice is properly being heard through council? No, not this council. I just don't think they're, there's, they're on track to raise taxes quite a bit from some of the plans, they, the OCP and that's not the case. We have a, two units and I think we pay 6,500. You'd be shocked at what Crown Oil and some of the car dealers up there pay. It's in the hundred, it's hundred and something thousand. That's, it's hard to do business. And when you're, when you got 10 grand a month going out in taxes, hello. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. Thank you so much, Robert. Really appreciate your insight and feedback. And thank you for taking the time. Well, thanks for asking. I appreciate it. Hi, thanks for having me. My name is Tracy Clark and I'm here from the Downtown Courtney Business Improvement Association as their executive director. And our mandate is to ensure that Downtown Courtney is a vibrant place to do business. Welcome to the podcast, Tracy. Thank you for having me. So I know that the organization itself, like you said, it represents quite a number of businesses. What are some of the concerns of the BIA looking ahead towards this election? And what's your take on what could be achieved within those next four years? Good question. Our main focus is infrastructure, safety, security, marketing, and community engagement. But it is getting more challenging to ensure our desired outcomes. Mm. And this is due to community wellness and street disorder and the ripple effects of this, as well as the labor shortage, which is tied to housing. Those challenges, have you noticed, have they changed since the previous election to what some of the issues that you mentioned are now? We have seen some drastic change in those areas. It's increasingly hard to get staff for our small businesses, and that is stretching the business owners as well as the increase in street disorder that's on our streets that's been increasing quite a lot and it's a big concern for our members. And how much engagement has there been with the BIA and Courtney Council on these issues? We do appreciate the work that Courtney Council has been doing to support us. We are grateful for the work that has been done. They are paying attention and there has been some concerted efforts made and we need to make sure that those don't lag and fall off. We need to make sure that those are increased in the future. And are those some things going ahead, do you think, are achievable to look for solutions within the next four years? We can start making changes right away. Mm. And we need to continue that work. If you look at the recent call to action from BIABC, they represent over 70 BIAs across our province. They recently made a call to action to address street order and crime in communities across BC. Municipally, they would like the councillors and mayors to make a commitment to support the core funding that will mitigate these mainstream issues. And... Within the past four years, I know that the BIA has started some initiatives, particularly towards exactly what you talk about. How much do you expect council to get involved? We hope they maintain the level of involvement mm -hmm. and increase that. So we are grateful that they've done a lighting audit to improve the lighting that's downtown on our streets and alleys. They're currently working on a security camera audit 
and they've also made some strides in helping us with an overnight safety patrol throughout the downtown core and we appreciate those efforts and have you seen a difference since some of those steps have been taken we have seen a huge difference and we are grateful for the community partners and the current council and staff and the rcmp that's helping us build on these initiatives as a representative of the business community how important is this election and i know we talked about it a little bit before we started recording that municipal politics does have some of the lowest voter turnout and that's been a theme i know on this podcast for sure just talking about that so from a business perspective what does this election represent this election is really important to our business members and we encourage people to get out and vote Interestingly, if you're not a resident of Courtney, but you are a property owner in downtown Courtney, you can register to vote in the city election. So just go to the City of Courtney website, 2022 local government election, and under who to vote, they can help guide you on how to register as a property owner to vote in this municipal election. From the business perspective, from the BIA's perspective, do you feel that the business voice, particularly that of downtown Courtney, is being heard? We do feel some of our concerns are being heard. We're grateful that we have a liaison from the city council that sits directly in on our board meetings and some of our committees. And the concerns that we raise in those monthly meetings are being addressed. And we would like that to continue and increase the level of support as well. And what do you say to those members of the business community and not necessarily those downtown who don't think that they're vote counts in this municipal election. What would you say to that? I think now is the time to reach out to the candidates and to the current members of council. They are listening. Send those emails, write those letters, and make those appointments to to talk to the candidates. And as well, the candidates, we would love them to reach out to the individual businesses. What I'm saying is just some broad thoughts. But these individual businesses, these small businesses are unique and they're driven by people. Those people have their own opinions and I urge you to go and talk to those individuals. Some other issues that we would like the new council to address are helping us to overcome the labor shortage and finding ways to have adequate housing that's affordable in our community. We'd also like them to take a look at the commercial taxation that our small businesses are taxed under and see if we can more fairly allocate that. Thank you so much for having me. Good luck to all the candidates and we look forward to working with the successful new council. That's this edition of Off the Page, produced by the Comox Valley Record. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. Email us at offthepage at comoxvalleyrecord.com. CanadianEvergreen.com is your trusted news source for all things green. Offering up-to-date news and stories from Canada's booming cannabis industry. Content you can trust from Black Press Media.